podcast is brought to you by AAX, where you can purchase crypto futures at the speed of light. AAX invites you to create, grow, and secure your wealth. You can buy Bitcoin easily, fast, and safely via their OTC or fast buy platform. You can take advantage of their price volatility across 20 plus spot pairs with perpetual contracts with new listings every month. You can also diversify your portfolio and benefit from their competitive lending, borrowing, and saving products. For more information, go to AAX.com. And now for today's episode. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Cryptocurrent. Your host here, Richard Carthon. And today I got a very special guest all the way out in Hong Kong working on a really cool exchange. I'm excited to learn more about. We got Mr. Zhang with AAX Exchange. How are you doing today? Good. Thank you. Thanks for talking to you here. Of course. Well, before we get started, how about you give us a little background on yourself? Yeah. So I'm Thorchen, the CEO of AAX. AAX is a cryptocurrency exchange platform I founded one year ago. And then like right now we are offering spot trading, derivatives trading, and also like a bad on and off-ramp infrastructure. Right now we have users from around like eight countries, 500,000 users. Our platform is, is powered by London Stock Exchange Group Technologies. We are using the core matching engine, the same matching engine used in 40 different financial markets. We are focusing on performance, integrity, and security. We are trying to target both institutional and retail users. In mostly in, in Asian countries right now. Based in Hong Kong, very good to talk to you guys. For sure. Well, I mean, it's great because we have a, a very international audience that's continuing to grow. But I'm sure before we learn a little bit more what you got with AAX to learn a little bit more about yourself. So how about you give us a little bit of background on who you are and how you even got into this space in the first place? Got into crypto in 2015, 2016. When I started, I was doing a lot of trading. So before AAX, I was actually working in, uh, in the finance industry. I was a responsible officer for Type 1 and Type 9 license in Hong Kong. So Type 1 is mostly for brokerage business. We focus on uh, equities and, and uh, derivatives in Asian markets. And also we do asset management and day trading. And then we have a trading firm. So like we did a lot of day trading, day trading equities in Hong Kong, US, and also like uh, in China stocks mostly. I think like there's a market crash in 2015 in China. So that's where like we started looking at different market opportunities and then like, okay, is there any good market that have maybe some instruments with very, very high volatility at the same time, deep liquidity? That's where the point that Bitcoin caught our attention because that's where a lot of like similar nature of China equities and stocks actually. So yeah. like uh, we started day trading a lot of Bitcoin and then we didn't make mu- as much money as those like hodler because they just buy and hold it with more money than our day right. traders. But that's the story how, how I started like uh, the, the, the Bitcoin and crypto trading after the, the market crash of, uh, of Bitcoin uh, in 2018, 2019. We started looking at opportunities to build a cryptocurrency exchange platform because in the trading, the, in our experience, we didn't find that the platforms, they are very first stable and even right. Or the technologies that we use may not be very compatible. I think like right now in the exchange space, everything seems to be 
much better than, than two years ago. So like uh, that's actually also the point that why we wanted to build a cryptocurrency exchange. We don't want to have the overload issues. We don't want to have the, the order book frozen. We don't right. want to have liquidity some, issues. Credit issues and account balances frozen. So we, we encountered a lot of issues because we created in, in many, many exchanges uh, before we started an exchange. When we try to uh, look into all these issues, we want to see, oh, if we want to build an exchange, we may not be able to immediately solve all these issues. So maybe we need some help. We started to talking to some experts, exchange technology space. We have a co-founder that then, uh, uh, Michael, and he, he got very close to uh, the London Stock Exchange. We tried to talk to them and say, hey, you guys have a very, very good matching engine technologies for your uh, stock exchange. Can we try to apply it to the crypto market? That sounds very crazy, actually. Like, uh, and then when we try to start, try to try to try to do it, actually, they said, "Well, well, maybe that's good." London Stock Exchange Group Technologies they are providing their matching engine and trading technologies to forty different financial markets, not just for London Stock Exchange, but also for some countries in financial markets in Italy and, and uh, for in Europe and also like Asia. That's only limited for traditional equities and, and derivatives market, but not for crypto. So that's actually a very, very good exploration with them. And then we started the discussion. And then I think like I met with the tech team, I met with the, the people to see like how we can make that matching engine fit into the crypto space. So that's actually quite challenging because we need to make sure that like it's 24-7 ready. And also because right. crypto is 24-7, never snips. Market, you have the beginning of day and then end of day, the market close, and you can restart your system. We can't do that. Fortunately, like I, I, I'm coming from the, the tech background, I try to work with the team very closely to try to solve these issues. So we, we make, make the technologies 24 7 ready, and also we try to put the matching engine uh, on, uh, on the cloud surface so that like uh, we can manage it very easily. So that's how we started, and then like uh, how I jumped into the crypto exchange journey. You know, that's really unique because you identified some challenges and you're like, okay, how do we best solve them? And then you found a way to potentially partner to be able to make your platform much stronger, but then also be able to make sure as things scale up, as you, we kind of alluded to before we got onto this conversation, institutional money and like more people starting to become involved in this space. They're going to want to find stable platforms that they can get into and that they know is going to be reliable and that they can grow with. And the fact that you are kind of looking at it from a, a standpoint of how can we best serve all of the, our financial audience, I think that's pretty unique. And just like you said, very challenging at the exact same time to go from a finite amount of time. This is when the market's open to, hey, this is 24-7 all year. Like that's a, that's a, it's a tall task, but if you can tackle it and you do it well it, and help with that overall customer experience and trader experience, I mean, I think you have something solid. So. I know you, you spoke on a couple of different ways that you're addressing some of those challenges, but like, what are some ways that your users are enjoying your platform and are kind of utilizing the various tools that you've been able to create? You know, what are some of the various features that your platform has that's unique to AAX? Right now, we are on a platform. We are offering like a spot trading. I think like for spot trading, we are we are fair, have pretty much the same features that we are we are offering because. Very standard, but we are very selective in the crypto pairs that we, we live there. They're quick, and then like those pairs is not playing just the common dumb games there. And then like uh, for the uh, derivatives trading, right now we are offering both USDT collateralized and BTC collateralized contract. 
So you can use both BTC and USDT to trade our perpetual contracts. Maybe like in some exchange, you can only use maybe BTC to trade or like maybe you can only use USDT to trade perpetual contracts. So we are allowing both to, uh, for users to trade. For us, because we are, we are having quite a lot of users in Asia and also in, in some, some European countries and in Russia and Ukraine, we are actually having a very good uh, fiat online offering uh, infrastructure for users to, um, to get their, their crypto with the fiat cash money. There are a few ways that we are supporting for the fiat online offering. First, we have our peer-to-peer marketplace so that we have merchants to serve them. If you want to buy and sell anytime, if you find a merchant, you can buy and sell uh, very easily. One very unique thing for our platform is recently we launched a trust bank account uh, transfer. We are supporting 11 different currencies. And then actually like that, if you want to buy Bitcoin, or if you want to buy USDT with your local currency, you can first deposit your money into our trust bank account. It's a licensed trust entity in Hong Kong that you can trust to put your money in. And then like, once you get your money, you can use the, the, the money to, to buy and convert your USDT and, and, and BTC. So that's actually the features that like we're offering. I, I mean, like for, for for us, the exchange from the future perspective, they are pretty much the they're pretty much the same. I mean, like they have the very similar other suite, but like uh, we are also focusing on other things like the system performance. Like I said, we are partnering with a London Stock Exchange to provide the, the core matching engine for users. And then right now we are all, we are, we can let users and some maybe very very professional users. They can connect to our matching engine directly through a fixed gateway or native gateway. I think like uh, in, in, in the market, there are some other exchanges that are providing maybe fixed connectivity, but the fixed connectivity or the risk management control and all these features, they are not a comprehensive. What if like some, some mainstream finance and then like traders, they want to connect through the, the same way that they did for the, for the equities market. They may not right. find it exactly the same, uh, but we could provide a same infrastructure because that's actually the same infrastructure they could trade, but maybe with the you know, stock exchange. That's the, the technologies that have very unique in the market. In terms of security, we can talk a little bit more about that. It's not a specific features, but something that like uh, we make sure that people, they, they feel confident in putting the... Right, in the exchanges. Because there's, unfortunately, there's been a lot of exchanges that have had issues where, unfortunately, users have lost money. So security is definitely a big thing to to know more about and to focus on. So yes, definitely want to learn a little bit more about the security aspect of it. In the past few months, uh, not just exchanges, but a lot of DeFi projects and then they like, uh, got hacked. <laughs> and yeah. then I suddenly like, uh, I was like, oh, the SS got, got stolen. And then like, oh, it's, it's gone. The price is gone. And then like, millions of dollars like gone. That's terrible. For us, when we try to start the platform on day one, we are not just looking at cybersecurity at one aspect of the, the platform security. Cybersecurity is only one thing because very often if we look at some, some hacked cases or like some people, they lost their digital assets, not just because of cybersecurity, but also maybe in the, the exchange or the, the platform operation or maybe internal control or like the people working inside. These are all the things that like from day one, we try to build a more comprehensive uh, security framework to tackle all these aspects. So on day one, we actually, we, we, of course, when we started it, we don't have this, all the security expert and knowledge in, in our team to do that. So on day one, we partner with Pro. Pro is a security agency with a lot of uh, security experts. 
they are serving a lot of government agencies and also investment banks and very big banks in the world. So we got uh, some support from them to help us to review the security framework and also some operation procedures and even like uh, how we select people. So these are the things we are not trying to do right now, but we started building them and then like creating them from day one. Well, even when the platform is ready, we started doing the security work already. Well, that's great. I mean, the, the fact that, again, you found a really good partner that can help you with some of those challenges that are already working with government agencies and have the track record to show that you can trust with working with our platform. It's a big deal. Just knowing that you're, before going on a, a new exchange, knowing that your money that you put on there is going to be safe, that you can get it back and you don't have to worry about that is definitely a big deal. So thanks for walking us through a little bit more about that. Overall, like what is the current roadmap of like where AX is and where you're headed as you're looking to continue to grow out this this platform? You know, who's your ideal trader that would have come on? Is it your institutional traders, someone that has experience in the equities market and is now trying to look and dabble into the crypto space? What does that look like? A very open platform for uh, designed for both retail and institutional investors. Because for the for the retail side, we have our mobile app and web. They're very, very easy to use. So that's targeting the, the retail side. And for the institutional side, we go very extreme to provide them fixed connectivity, native gateway, so, and also like the, the standard uh, WebSocket and, and, and uh, REST API. So these are the things that we provide for the uh, professional investors. So for the platform, because we need various flows from, from on the platform. So that will be, that they will grow healthy. I mean, like if we only focus on uh, maybe retail and then like all like on, and then the platform, that, that would be great. The institutional side will come if you see the, the profile in that there. If we, if we focus on the institutional side and then like maybe, okay, as well, if we, if we, if we, if we get a, a lot of like professional marketers to, to serve them. But for us, we want to build a cryptocurrency exchange with a mix of uh, flows to come to the right. platform. I mean, of course, if you ask me, like, uh, what would be the major effort and uh, and, and then like time and energy to to focus on these two segments? We actually like, focus more on the on the retail side to build the, the platform and marketing. But for the institutional side, is is more on the business development. That's actually less resources that we put for that side. But for the technology side, I think that is is one platform and one infrastructure for all. Gotcha. Well, well, definitely. Thanks for for breaking that down. And as of the, the the date of this recording recently, you know, Bitcoin has reached all time highs. You're starting to see a, a lot of money being poured into the overall crypto market cap. It's a great time to be in crypto. What do you see as we head into 2021? Like, where do you see the crypto market as a whole uh, headed towards? We want to give a quick shout out to our platinum sponsor, Emirates where you can become part of the world's fastest growing IoT wireless network. You can earn up to $25 or more a month by getting a free cool spot today. What is a cool spot, you may ask? Well, it's just like a Wi-Fi hotspot that you use to connect your devices, except you earn Helium HNT every time it is used. How can you earn from this? HNT is your reward for hosting and being an active, valuable participant in the Helium network. How secure is your cool spot? It has end-to-end encryption and it is used to secure your device and to ensure your privacy on multiple layers. Go to our show notes or go to our website to click the link to get your cool spot delivered to you for free today. Yeah, I think I think the uh, the crypto market, especially like uh, the the major digital assets, 
they will, they will, the, the price will, 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 will still go up, I think, especially for maybe uh, the, the major assets like uh, Bitcoin, Ethereum, and then like uh, those assets that recognized by the institutions. And then like those institutions, they think that like, they can put them in the, in the, in the portfolio. That would be the big trend. Especially like last night, there, there, there are a lot of news about like uh, uh, ABC company, they are putting Bitcoin in their portfolio, maybe allocate more assets in their portfolio. So we can see that the trend that the asset managers, they will start having Bitcoin as a major place in, in uh, not as significant as maybe born or like a, a stock yet, uh, but at least maybe like 2% allocation, 3% allocation, that would make sense for them. Or like a, maybe like a, instead of like having maybe five percent gold in total in the, in the in the in the portfolio, they maybe split it into maybe two percent Bitcoin and three percent gold. So that will be the trend that this asset managers when you are going to put the, the Bitcoin uh, in, into into the portfolio. I think this is not just uh, happening in Europe or US. It's also happening like uh, quite fast in in Asia. Uh, I think like right now the, the regulators in, in Hong Kong or in Singapore or like in other major financial hubs in, in, in Asia, the, the asset management side or like very many offices, they are also like having a, quite a lot of inquiries and I think and I ask, uh, how can I buy Bitcoin? How can I, <laughs> how can right. I uh, stay custody my Bitcoin into my portfolio? So these are the questions we, especially in, in late 2020, I got, I got asked about these questions. <laughs> Like quite quite often, and I think like uh, the it's very obvious that the institutional buy force is coming. I think like because of the news that like firstly in in September there are not a lot of news about micro strategy putting four hundred twenty five million in into Bitcoin, and then like right. now they they no money of course, and then and then they raise more money to to buy more Bitcoin. So like it seems that like okay, it's, it's not just there; they will buy more and more coming. And then, like uh, at at, the, at a certain point, some other institutions they are they are falling up, and then they see that like uh, even like uh, now like uh, breaking the all time high is actually like maybe maybe less than ten percent from last search, uh, price search. For these people, and then like the the portfolio managers or like they put the the asset there, they are not expecting that they are going in and out maybe within uh, weeks or like within maybe days. They're putting there, maybe keep it there for four months, and then like uh, for longer terms. It's actually the uh, the, the the price uh, uh, force going up is is much healthier than than what we saw in maybe 2017, mostly driven by the, the, the retail market or the uh, individuals. So now it's because they they need to set up the fund, they need to set up the portfolio and convince the people, and then like pass all the regulation and then like compliance to say I want to buy Bitcoin into my portfolio. And then maybe after one week or two, and then they say, oh, I, I profit, I, I want to sell them. That, 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 that would not be the mentality of the institutional side. Right. Yeah. And, and you know, you bring up a really good point where I think a lot of stability started to come from, from prices. Like these institutional players aren't trying to necessarily day trade a significant portion of the, the Bitcoin that they're buying. They're, they're hodling. And so with hodling, holding on for dear life, just holding on for even a set period of time, whether it's months or years, if that's your long-term strategy, that means scarcity has to happen. And of course, with scarcity, that means that prices drive up. And then I think the other part of it too, and again, uh, everyone listening, this is not financial advice, this is my own observation, is you know, as you start to see more and more of money in, in Bitcoin prices rise, you, we then start to see alt season, right? We start to see more money starting to pour into the other alternative coins because they're like, okay, I can't necessarily afford twenty dollars to $25,000 
Bitcoin, but Ripple at 50 cents looks really appetizing or Ethereum at $600 looks good or Litecoin at $80 looks really good. Or they start looking at some of these other ones and they're like, okay, here's how I can get involved. And before they even, of course, do their own research, do whatever, it's just how do I get involved in, in this space? And then that's when I think we really start to see some things start to catapult and some, some opportunities really start to line up, which is why, again, you owning an exchange, um, AAX, and being a part of that is a, a good timing as we head into, I think, this next decade. A lot more people are going to want to be getting involved in this space and having a means at which to onboard and get people to being able to purchase these things is an ideal spot to be in. Yeah, it's very exciting to see how the, the market changed and how the market is going right now. I think like, uh, even though like the, the market is going really crazy right now, but I think like it's, it's just started. We also have to remind the, the, the markets and also remind the, uh, the investors that like every time when there is a boom of the, the market, then there will be a lot of new assets and then like new cryptos coming up. But I think like this time it is a little bit different. It's not, it's not like a 2017, but uh, the boom is driven by uh, ICO and then like, and then like, we see a lot of like a new crypto coming up and then like a people and then like a tracing for the, the next Ethereum or like the next maybe like a hundred times a, a, a profit from that. So, but this time I think like it's more rational and then like driven by institutional side. The focus still will be like the, the major digital assets. They're very careful to uh, to put the uh, the portfolio uh, to put the asset in the portfolio. So like a very good indicator that like uh, if you if you ask like what assets you should put in your portfolio, maybe you just look at what grayscale they are putting in in their in their portfolio for the for the for the trust fund, and then you see maybe less than ten <laughs> digital yeah. assets. And this is the the safer one that like you see that the institutions they are buying. So if you see that like now there are some major assets there that the price is going up. If you see that like uh, some crypto and some uh, some digital assets they are not not catching up, then then you probably see like they are not getting the money from the institution or like attention from that, or like maybe why they can they they are not getting the attention. Maybe not not really like uh, they are not getting the attention from the institutions, but the institution they cannot invest into that because like I was a licensed person uh, in, in Hong Kong to to serve the financial markets. I know that like if we wanna invest in a fund or invest in the new asset class is very, very strict for the compliance and, and you know, to, to pass to let me invest into, into the new things. So I yeah. think investing in Bitcoin is already a very big topic to pass the internal compliance. I think like uh, if you ask them, okay, why can I put some money into Monero or can I, can I put some money in another asset? And then I, the compliance team or like the, they, they will ask, oh, well, what is this new asset class? Is it recognized by the regulator? You see, like uh, most people, they are only trading Bitcoin or maybe Ethereum. And then, like if you at the third class, we need more legal opinions. We need more review. So, like that's actually take longer process for that. So now, because like for them to pass the internal review on that, like oh, we want to trade Bitcoin, and you see, like all these banks and all these like financial institutes, they they started putting it. If you say we cannot trade, why they can trade, right? So it's very easy for them to justify why they put Bitcoin or Ethereum into portfolio before the other assets will be a, a bit more challenging or maybe take a longer time. But just like you said, as demand increases, as you start getting more and more people ask enough times, it changes, right? So back when the last 2017 boom happened and people were trying to get on Bitcoin, and a lot of people were like, well, what is that and whatnot? You didn't have access. Now you fast forward to 2000 in 20 and now PayPal allows you to buy crypto. Now you have 
JP Morgan looking at different ways to get involved in the space. Now you see all these other ways that you have faster ways to be able to get access. And so as access increases, as demand increases, you'll see a lot more opportunities for some of these lesser known cryptos to be able to emerge and be one of these new top runners. But of course, that is yet to be seen. But again, just like you said, exciting times in this space. I really do appreciate you spending some time with us, explaining all this, giving you your, your insights on everything. But what is a final thought that you want to leave with all of our listeners here today? Come to try AX, our platform. We are offering quite a lot of different online offering infrastructure and carefully selected us for pairs on the platform. And we can trade a perpetual contrast for the major cryptocurrency aspects. I think like for AX, we are serving both retail users and also institutional users. But if retail users, we can be offering very easy to use platform and very fast via on offering infrastructure. So we have users all over the world to put their local currencies and change it into, into crypto in a very short period of time. And for the institutional users, we are actually like they are they are very happy with the connectivity that we are offering, very low latency and high stability. And that's the final thing I want to talk about, <laughs> AX. Awesome. I definitely appreciate that. What are some ways that people can learn more about AAX and also connect with you? Just check out aax.com and then like, you'll find more about our products and our services. Awesome. Well, again, I really do appreciate your time today. And for everyone listening, stay CryptoCurrent. Hey, CryptoCurrent crew. We want to give a quick shout out to all of our faithful listeners out there. It's been an amazing journey and we really appreciate your support throughout the years as we've been growing as a community. Each episode, we decided that we would start sharing some of the reviews that you were leaving for us. For today, we would like to share this review. Today's review comes from CECG83. I've heard about cryptocurrency for a while and I finally decided to learn more. Cryptocurrent was recommended. I'm glad I checked it out. Excellent content that makes it easy to learn about different companies building in this space. We sincerely appreciate this review and all reviews and would like to ask that if you're enjoying our show, please take a quick moment to go and leave a review on our podcast so that hopefully we can be highlighting your review next. Simply go to our show notes or go to our website where we have a link where you can share your review today. Hey, Cryptocurrent crew, you asked and we delivered. We have received multiple requests for access to cool crypto and blockchain projects that you could use immediately. Well, we have recently launched our partnerships page. If you go to our website and go to the partnerships tab, you'll be able to see multiple companies that have partnered with us to not only give you access to the cool products that they have to offer, but then also give you cool discounts to get started today. So please go to our website, go to the partnerships tab and check out the various partners that we have today. Hey, everyone. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. For more information on today's episode and all of our episodes, please visit us at www.crypto current. You can also find a link in the show notes. Want to stay up to date in the latest news in cryptocurrency? Sign up for our newsletter today. You'll receive daily emails Monday through Friday that are personalized and curated content specific to you and your interest, powered by artificial intelligence. You can either go to our show notes or go to our website to sign up today. Are you an accredited investor looking to invest in cryptocurrency? Crescent City Capital can help. Go to crescentcitycapital.com for more information. I don't know if you've noticed, but the quality of our podcast each week are improving. I can only thank my amazing producer, Andrew DeRitter with DeRitter Productions, who has been putting all of this together. If you have any podcast, music, or audio needs, please go to DeRitterProductions.com. That's D-E-R-I-T-T-E-R Productions.com. Thank you. 
Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Cryptocurrent with Richard Cargon. We'll be back with more exciting developments from the world of blockchain and cryptocurrency next week. But until then, stay cryptocurrent.